Happy New Year, Brenna! Happy New Year, Maureen! Okay, I'm going to put you maybe in a safer spot. Thank you. I feel safe. Okay, good. New Year! 2023! We did it! We did it! You did it! We're here! New Year, same us, because I'm not going to put anything out in the universe. No, that's honestly (laughs) probably for the best. Do we have any podcast like resolutions? Emails. Oh, yeah. Be better at answering emails. Getting you a new mic. Getting me a new mic. Let's answer emails first and then Mm -hmm. think of any other next steps. uh, Mm -hmm. How was your new year? It was fine. It was chill. We just chill. No. We both worked on the first today. Yeah. So we, and you know, like we could have gone to a party, but there are drunk drivers out on New Year's Eve sometimes. So we're like, oh, let's just stay in and chill. Yeah. I should have. I didn't. Yeah. Okay. So my friend and I were like, we should do New Year's together. Yeah, let's do New Year's together. Um, And then she started going out with someone and they hosted a party and uh, they're like, yeah, come over. We're going to like uh, a pregame and then we're going to go out to this uh, gay bar. And I was like, that sounds so awesome. I'm so hyped. For Love it. a gay bar. Yeah. Um, and like we were already like, we're going to Uber there. We're going to Uber back. And like, here's a place we can park our cars overnight. So like we were already pre-planning on how to do this safe, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's flash forward a little bit. Okay. I didn't realize me and my friend were, were a bit older than her girlfriend. Um, not that much older. Um, but, like, they are, like, 23, 22 ages. And I'm going to be 28 in March. So, like, I am a little closer to 30 than maybe these folks. Um, yeah. And they are, uh, quite a few of them were jocks. Um, so they knew some games that I like, you know, me as an art student, like have never participated in like, yes, and we weren't invited to cool parties. Like we were, but we left. Well, yeah, I didn't go. No, I went to like two <laughs> and I was like, this sucks. And I left. Yeah. Um, same. So, but it was a fun night. It was a really cool group of people. Like they were really fun. Yeah. And, uh, we all had a good time. Now let's flash forward. I wake up this morning. I am on my couch, face down on the couch with my recycling bin next to me and a water bottle my cousin gave me. Um, I Ah, am environmentally responsible. I'm fully dressed. Um, I like, uh, I face not washed, teeth not brushed. I, I was like, okay, okay. I, I remember I got dropped off by um a, a, a friend of a friend like someone i was out with cool yeah and i remember like giving them the thumbs up to be like because i have a really kind of like weird driveway and i was like oh don't drive up the driveway i'll just walk it up and give them the thumbs up to be like i can get in we're good you guys can go um yeah and i sit up and i realize there's gum in my hair oh it's my gum <laughs> it's my own gum i got in my hair on the drive back it was like ugh, that's a problem for tomorrow brenna um, How? What? Your hair doesn't reach your mouth. That's that is a question for Brenna on that car ride, isn't it? Um, I I I guess. So first thing I do is I give myself a little haircut this morning because <laughs> I was just like, well, this isn't. Um, I do, I think it it was fine. I not that much 
uh, so I just cut it off, you know, I was like, whatever. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I got the gum. I don't remember how it happened. I just know I was. All right. I was chewing gum. I was in the car and I think I took it out of my mouth to be like, oh, if you're. GPS says to like turn off the street don't listen to it just keep going on the street and I remember distinctly that's the only thing I said during the car ride because I was in my brain being like don't say out loud oh my god I know where we are of course you know where you are these people are driving you home um Like you're like, I was like, you are, you are almost 30 and these very nice young people are giving you a ride. Like I am a young person, but like, just like, stop. You were embarrassing yourself. 23 and nearly 28 are two very different ages. Right. But uh, so I was just like, just, you know, keep it quiet. Um, but, 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 But wait, 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 wait. Why would you take your gum out to answer a question? I don't. No, Maureen. I okay, okay. These are flashes I have. The like the previous <laughs> flash I have is I was having a great talk outside with someone about trans rights because they saw my no turfs pin that I was wearing and like, heck yeah, yeah. Like I I don't really I it was a good night, but I don't genuinely remember a lot of it. Anyway, back to the flash forwards. I'm like, okay, gum in my hair. Uh, so I don't have my car. I know I don't have my car because I parked it in this overnight place. They said I could park it. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll get an Uber. Go get it because my cousin's sleeping. Yeah. I'm looking around. I'm looking through all my clothes. I'm looking through my jacket. <laughs> um, looking around. And I'm like, hey, Kat, can you call my phone? Uh, ring, ring. <laughs> who picks up but the person who gave me the ride last night because I did indeed leave <laughs> it in her car. Um, <laughs> Idiot. I know. So I'm like, oh my God, so sorry. Uh, I'll be there like around this time. You know, I got to go get my car. And she's like, great. By the way, I live in this area, an area that's 30 minutes away from me. Uh. Um, which I was like, I hesitated for a moment. And she was like, oh, like, you know, what works for you? I was like, no, I'm the one who left my phone in your car after like you were nice enough to give me a ride. Um, so yeah. like, don't, and I, and That's I, tra- on you. I get to my, my cousin very kindly gives me a drive to my car. Uh, it was only 16 minutes away. Um, and then I use the GPS. Uh, I had like downloaded the map onto my laptop <laughs> so I could have at least follow, <laughs> you know, map quest it. Um, yeah, but I was like, okay, I, I can follow this, because, but my 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 car, which was previously my mom's car, has like a GPS that's like from 2015, like it has not been updated, so it's like it's okay, it's pretty reliable. But yeah, get to this house, um, that's really out there. Uh, she was like, oh my god, I'm sorry, you had to drive a lot here. I was like, no, it was my bad. Uh, her parent came out and was like, yeah, was working in the garage this morning and hear this music just blasting from the car because my alarm's a K-pop song, of course. Um, <laughs> as if I could get more embarrassed. Um, but got my phone back, got my car back, got the gum out of my hair. And I also met, they, they, they kind of live on like a rural area and they have like a barn cat who was a literal warrior cat. Yeah, Aww. I didn't. I didn't get the kitty's name, but they were so friendly. They were. You could tell they were an outside barn cat because you know how cats get in the winter. Wild cats, like oh yeah, poof. Um, but she she got she left the heated garage to be like hello, hi, nice <sighs> to see you. So 
Um, and then I went and I got uh, a couple banh mis, one for me to eat and one for my cousin to thank her for right, driving me to my car and yeah. helping me get my phone back. So I think my New Year's resolution is to not do that again. Um, Fair. Well, I have some great New Year's news since I was in bed. Oh. Vinny's not afraid of fireworks. Isn't that great? Yeah. No fear. Good job, Vinny. So, I mean, he was a little confused, but he wasn't afraid. So. Yeah. I feel like, um, he's like, he's, he's not a year old yet, is he? Um, yeah, he's over a year. So maybe he, like, kind of knew fireworks, like, during, like, the fourth. Yeah, yeah, probably. He was around a year in early July. Okay. So, I mean, maybe he was born around then. Maybe he was born into fireworks. Like, you know. He was just like, you're welcome, everyone. Yes, this is for me. Yeah, yeah. But he's good. So that's that's really nice. Yay, Vinny. Um, And I did go to a co-worker's house. Oh, um the other day because uh me and my co-workers are all on break which mm-hmm. is really fun um and she has a cat named mm. lemmy and he looks like a little bramble claw Ooh. like he looks just like bramble claw t- i'm like oh tabby. look at him look at this little warrior huh like a little tabby? He is a tabby, yeah. yeah. A little a little brown, majestic, long-furred tabby. Oh, he was beautiful. A little heart. A little heart stealer. Yeah. And I dropped off, like, ten warrior cat books with her. Good. Because... To read to him? She's been... Oh, yes. Yes, to him. So he can really uh, study up. Mm-hmm. Um, like, mm, I won't be like this guy. Yeah. And, you know, Josie was like, ah, oh, well, but he's got green eyes. And I'm like, hey... On the cover of Midnight, they did <laughs> depict him with green eyes, even though that's wrong. His his eye color changes with how he feels. There was a someone someone had a, a head cannon out there that uh, you know, he had his golden looking eyes, but with a uh, Firestar's influence because he's a good guy. He got Firestar's green eyes, so Tiger Star's evil gold eyes. I don't mind that, but it does make. He is like a he is like Firestar's like adoptive kid, but also he is dating Firestar's bio daughter, which is like. Mm, but well, Firestar's leader, so everyone is his adopted. There kid we now. go. He's dad. Yeah. So I know. So. so I don't think it's like these. All the kids grew up together, so it'd be. Yeah, honestly, there they isn't do. like it isn't so. like the same sort of situation where in like no. other forms of media because all the clan kids like literally grow up together. And if they're supposed to date within yeah. their clan, not a lot of opportunity for new, new, new uh, faces. No, we're 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 sticking with the same old faces because I'm Ember Heart and I'm Tangle Tongue, and this is Warrior Cats. What is that? Last time, had a vision of, like, oh, my sister and her boyfriend aren't toxic, but, like, I don't know. Um, no, it never said it that they weren't toxic. No, it I says know. that their paths are intertwined. 
Yeah, but but it seemed like Leafpool was like, oh, phew, okay, I guess I don't need to warn my sister about, like, any of the things I've also seen of her boyfriend, so... Yeah, that was rather bad interpretation. Like, I mean... And she hasn't even, like, asked. I would... Leafpool has been more forgiving towards Brambleclaw, uh, uncomfortably so, so far, so... <laughs> I don't know why she's just like, oh, they're back together, okay, but also it does, like, make sense that she's like, oh, they're back together, whatever, because she never seemed that bothered by what a huge tool he was being. Um, yeah. So. She didn't. But then again, then she started dating Crowfeather, and I just, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she was kind of, they were kind of doing their own thing there. Who, what, what is your, like, t- taste of men? Because, like, you're, I don't think you got their, these toxic ideas from your dad, because heavens no but i guess sandstorm has surprised us so maybe (laughs) um (gasps) so we got that and uh, for some reason uh spotted leaf came back and was like hey i didn't lie to you (laughs) i just didn't tell you the truth and uh, apparently leaf was like i guess i won't punch you in the face also where is my um where is my mentor and I'd rather speak to her from now on. Right, because I, like, kind of actually don't like you that much right now. And she's like, ah, she's out doing errands. She's doing some errands. And and that, we just kind of breezed over that, (laughs) uh, being like, yeah, yeah, that you you don't understand how this works. And and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, Which has been, like, a kind of a mini theme throughout this series. (laughs) They're like, you actually don't know how this works, guys. Yeah. So... Honestly, I don't know if I know how this works, so... Do the authors. <laughs> mm. But I think that's fun I don't and know. exciting, so... Well, we left off with, uh, Sp- Spider-Leg found something. Oh, right, a weird two-leg thing, and it could be a lawnmower. Oh. Or a bike. I'm hoping for a bike. You want a bike? Yeah, like a bike with a basket. That'd be so funny if they learned how to ride that. I know Ugh. it's... I don't think they will. No. But, like, how funny would it be them going to battle with a bike? That would be great. There's a cat on each pedal. Um, I, there's one in the basket. There's two steering. Yeah. And there's a leaf in the spokes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, that trend was so annoying. You mean the thing that kids have been doing since the 1950s? God, I guess I only really noticed it one summer in the campground I was yeah. in. It's probably because they they watched, uh, what yeah. was that baseball movie? The Sandlot. Uh, Sandlot. Yeah, they probably watched oh, The Sandlot. It's like, I'm going to do that with my card. But, like, no one has baseball Ugh. cards. They were just doing with, like, deck, random deck cards, like Pokemon cards. Probably Pokemon cards. Yeah. All right, so they follow Spiderleg to a clearing full of ferns. Okay. There's a stale scent of fox, and Brambleclaw sees a narrow path dimpled with paw marks. So it kind of looks like a path that foxes might have used oh, regularly. Is it going to be like a... Are we going to find a gun? Like, or like a hunter's blind? <laughs> I mean, because this seems like it's going to be like a hunter's trail or like, you know, or not a, like a, it's like a deer trail, but. 
a fox trail. Yeah, I don't know. I, they hunt foxes in Britain. Oh, like a th- yeah. That's like a thing. So maybe, maybe we're about to find a hunter's blind. Well, Spider points out the two-leg thing. And there's something gleaming at Spider-Leg's paws. Glasses. It's a length of metal wire that curved into a loop and was fastened to a stick in the ground. Is this barbed wire? Or is it electric it's wire? A, it's a snare. It's a snare. Oh, okay. Oh, oh no. Okay, so, so it is a hunter's trap for a fox, probably. Yeah, for a fox. Oh my god. Um, This... I just foresaw the most horrific character death. We need to, or or a character maiming. We gotta like, oh my god, there's so having many... uh having some watership down flashbacks. I'm very scared. Yeah, for I don't like this. Everyone. Well, the patrol stands around puzzled. Spider legs <laughs> goes to sniff it more closely, but oh, his no. father shoulders him aside. Who's his dad? Dust pelt. Oh my, dust pelt. <laughs> Please. Mouse brain, dust pelt snapped. Didn't his mentor ever teach him not to stick his nose into something before he knows what he's dealing with? Spider leg says mouse fur taught him everything. Hmm. <laughs> Did he teach you that? That didn't answer my question. <sighs> I, can you, okay, I laughed a little because can you imagine? I know they probably don't, but if you had like a trail cam set up for the snare because you're trying to catch like a fox that's been hunting your chickens or whatever. Um, yeah. And you get like a motion alert. I know they didn't like probably have that sophisticated of technology at the time. Um, like they probably had trail cams, but not like motion detective ones. Um, yeah. But if you did and you check and you're like, oh my God, finally caught that stupid fox that's been getting all my chickens. And you look and it's just seven cats surrounding the snare. <laughs> like not even like you feel like I feel like you'd feel bad if you caught a cat, but they you didn't. You just there's seven feral cats looking at it. I would just be examining your fox. I snare. would take that snare down and the camera down so fast and just pretend like I did not see anything. <laughs> Squirrel Flight and Brambleclaw stood side by st- side, studying this thing. I don't like this. I feel like we're um, Chekhov's gun. Like I'm just kind of waiting for like Chekhov's fox snare. Yeah, I'm. I'm waiting for someone to get a little too bold. And we're going to end up with another cat with a disability that will remove them from the plot if they don't die. Mm. Well, Squirrel Flight wants to know what will happen if they touch it. Mm. But Brambleclaw doesn't want to risk it. So Squirrel Flight grabs a stick and pokes it into the shiny loop. And instantly the loop snaps tight around the stick. You are reviewing your trail cam because you don't have a motion detector, but you do have a trail cam and you see seven cats looking at your thing. And then the most scary thing ever, they activate the trap without getting caught. And you decide that you are actually just going to go and move into the city because it's less scary than being out here with these very intelligent (laughs) feral cats. Uh, this cat just used a tool? I think I need- should I report this to the government? Or do you think the government's doing it? Like, did they make weird, (laughs) intelligent cats that are disabling my traps for my, uh, uh, like, 
chicken killing fox. Maybe I'll just build a better fence and not. Maybe I'll just stop keeping not. chickens and just move to the city. Well, that could snap a cat's neck, Brambleclaw says. Or choke a cat to death, Dustpelt adds. Squirrelflight points out that it wasn't meant for them. Two legs put it on a fox track. They want to trap the foxes. I don't but like that why? Brambleclaw found this. I wish he wasn't part of this little group because I don't think his brother should have any access to a deadly weapon. No. Or Brambleclaw, for that matter, because right now he's still not in my good graces. <laughs> well, Dustpelt shrugs. Two legs are crazy. <laughs> he's not Brambleclaw wrong. studies... <laughs> Brambleclaw studies the snare, and I'll point out that they're definitely not calling it a snare, but for they, the sake of understanding. If they call it just the fox trap. Oh. Or, you know, the two-leg thing. I would have never figured that out if I had been, like, I think even with the example, I think in my, if I was reading this as a child, I'd be still thinking of, like, a giant, like, mouse trap. Like. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I watched Watership Down a lot yeah, as a child. I watched it when so, I was older, so I think I, like, I know what hunting snares are, but I think as a kid, it would have taken a mi minute. Yeah. Brambleclaw says it's harmless now, but there might be more of them. They'll have to report this and make sure cats know what to look out for. At least they know what to do with them, Dustpelt says, and he dips his head to his former apprentice and tells Squirrelflight that it was good thinking. And Squirrelflight's eyes gleam with the praise. She deserves that. It's always good to get praise from Dustpelt. Yeah. I'm actually really glad that she did that, because I was very nervous with Spiderleg getting closer there. I'm like, you're going to lose some whiskers yeah. there, kid. Brambleclaw tells Spiderleg that it was well spotted. Mm -hmm. They need to finish the patrol, but watch where they put their paws. Uh, good job, Spiderleg. He, I, yeah. he should get some kudos. I'm glad he got a little kudos there because I feel like he could have gone off on his own and it could have been real bad um, if he yeah. had decided to investigate further without going back to more people. So mm -hmm. I'm glad that he had what sound, he was sound of mind to go back and be like, hey, guys, scary, weird thing. <laughs> Dustpelt takes the lead along the Shadow Clan border. Brambleclaw and Squirrelflight padded along side by side, and he tries not to let her closeness distract him from his surroundings. He asks her if they should warn the other clans about the fox traps. Squirrelflight glances at him with wary eyes. He's thinking of Hawkfrost, isn't he? Yeah. No, not just River Clan, Brambleclaw says, trying not to bristle. He says WindClan probably doesn't have much to worry about, but ShadowClan may have traps on their territory. The one they saw was just on the border. Squirrelflight says that Firestar will have to decide. He'll probably bring it up at the next gathering. Yeah, I wouldn't tell anyone in my dreams. Would you? Brambleclaw stops to face her. He asks if they can talk this through without clawing each other. Did she really think he wanted to warn RiverClan just because of Hawkfrost? Yes. I did think that, Squirrelflight says. She's direct, but she doesn't sound angry. He knows how she feels about Hawkfrost. Brambleclaw says he's his brother. 
He can't ignore that any more than he can ignore that Tawny Pelt is his sister. I mean, you've done a Which very, is not true. very good job of ignoring that for about, mm, like, five books now. Um, no, um, no, Tawny Pelt is one, but um, let's look at Mothwing. Right? That's also <laughs> your half-sister that you've actually never acknowledged. And um, Never. And, hey, man, he, this is a little bit unfair, Um like, this whole discussion is actually a little bit unfair because there is, like, the whole thing about this that kind of puts a skew on it. And that is that you are secretly meeting your brother and your dead father in your dreams. And I don't know. I mean, maybe that's a little hard to disclose to your uh, ex now re now again your girlfriend who you did break up with because she didn't like your uh somewhat evil half-brother um but like i feel like it if you told her that she might have some opinions that you don't like but my god can you imagine if she finds out later (sighs) right he's like Trust me, but not telling her right. everything. It's like, so it's really not fair. It, it's him not disclosing that. And I understand, like, apparently we love keeping secrets. And I, we all take after Fire, Firestar, who n- never told anyone about his dreams. Um, <laughs> even though, like, he had less reason, I think, <laughs> to keep it secret. Um, he, like, Firestar would, like, not tell people just because he forgot. Um, <laughs> everyone else, <laughs> like, all his kids are like, well, I can't tell. They'll be so upset. Like, okay, like, they're not great reasons, but they are, like, you know, social reasons versus Firestar's like, ah, just, ow, oopsies. Uh, hey, Cinderpelt, sorry about that. <laughs> no. Cinderpelt sees him eventually in the afterlife and it's just like, are you kidding me? Like, are you literally, like, I know I wasn't that close to Star Clan, but, like, I literally am Star Clan now, and I did find out, and I'm, you are so dumb. You are lucky that ThunderClan didn't burn to the ground multiple times because of you. <laughs> All right, so Tawny Pelt is his sister. But Brambleclaw wonders if he's being honest, which, he, spoiler alert, he's not, because he's never walked in dreams with Tawny Pelt. And she had never joined them at these meetings with Tigerstar. And he knows he can never tell Squirrelflight or any cat in ThunderClan about that dark forest and the dark warrior that waited for them. Okay. He thinks to himself that there's no need to tell anyone. They would never understand. There are things that Tigerstar can teach him. That doesn't mean he'd do what his father did to gain power. Some life advice, guys. If you are ever meeting a stranger in your dreams, tell a trusted adult. <laughs> because if it's if if they make you feel like you should keep it a secret, that's not good. That it's not a safe relationship. Yeah. If you can't talk about your relationship with your parent, with your par- uh, partner, or with anyone, with other people you love and trust, maybe there's some issues there. <laughs> Well, Squirrel Flight insists that Tawny Pelt is different. She journeyed with them, and she's half ThunderClan. And Mothwing's an well, atheist. Brambleclaw tells- so that's actually why <laughs> Brambleclaw doesn't consider her, because he's a staunch a Star Clan believer. So he just... <laughs> Nobody knows Mothwing's an atheist. Yeah. Except for Leafpool. Well, he figured it out because he's that 
devout. He's more devout than even Leaf Pool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Brambleclaw, hidden nun. <laughs> Plot twist, the end of this book is actually Brambleclaw being uh, told that he's a medicine cat. And him becoming the apprentice, and it just kind of makes it weird because now- Well, then actually Leaf Pool has to leave her position and become the deputy. Oh, Cool. And then yeah. Fireheart super dies because he never got a deputy. Well, oh, now he has a deputy. And then we get, wait, we can't have another Leaf Star. <sighs> Who's Leaf Star? Firestar can stay alive. Leaf Pool would be a very great deputy. Very caring. I think we should just switch it around and call her Star Pool. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty name, I think. Have you spoken to Starpool? No, we only do that meeting at the Half Moon. No, no, that's the I'm Moon Pool. Genuinely so confused. <laughs> okay. Anyways, let's just finish this conversation. Okay. Let's see what Brambleclaw has to say. It's not the truth. Oh, my cat wants out. Oh, go ahead. She also wants to leave this. Okay. So Brambleclaw tells her to think of it like this: If Leafpool had gone to Wind Clan with Crowfeather. Would Squirrelflight care for her any less? Of course not, Squirrelflight says. She could go off with the whole of Wind Clan, and Leafpool would still be her sister. Did she just say that? Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Love it. We love a supportive, uh, relationship positive sister. That's what you need. Go, 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 Squirrelflight. Well, and Hawk Frost is still his brother, Brambleclaw says, like Tawny Pelt is his sister. They will always be kin, even if they're in different clans. No, not you, Mothwing. <laughs> like, not even... We don't get a single mention of Mothwing in this entire conversation. It's crazy that Leafpool is closer to Mothwing. Her literal, her literal half-brother who's made it like a big deal about being close to uh, her brother. And it's just like, she's like, okay, it's going to make like, the wedding really awkward, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Leafpool and Squirrelflight both found uh, Tiger Star's most attractive uh, kid. No, they're all attractive. They found two hot Tiger Star kids. I think the real mistake and, uh, was that uh, uh, Squirrelflight didn't date Tawny Pelt. No, yeah, that is her biggest mistake. Because Tawny Pelt, if Tawny Pelt had been got, if she had been getting summoned to uh, Daddy Dreamland, uh, Daddy Dark Place, uh, Fungi Forest, she would have immediately punched him in the face, in his dream face, punched Hawk Frost in the face, and ran, ran to tell Black Star or Firestar. Like, yeah. And, and also yeah. her girlfriend. Squirrel fight, like, immediately. Yeah. Well, he tells her that she's lucky to have her sister in the same clan. He'd give anything to have his kin with him. I mean, you had that, and you didn't seem to really care that much when she did leave, so. No, he, he, he was very upset. Yeah, he was a little sad. <gasps> Squirrel flight searches his face. Okay. She says, finally. She can understand that. She just doesn't like to feel that Hawk Frost is as important to him as his clanmates. And Prambleclaw says at once that he's not. 
his first loyalty will always be to ThunderClan. Mm, weird way of showing it, though. How does it feel to lie, and, like, out loud? Right, it's like, this would be such a- Squirrelflight is doing so good. I just, you know, I love her. She gets a lot of flack. Squirrelflight gets a lot of flack, and I will defend her to my dying breath. But, you know, she's being very mature about this. She's trying. But he's not giving her all the info. It, he He's not, and we know that. So it, it I can't be sympathetic with him because I know he's lying. Yeah, and if not like directly lying, he's he's omitting the truth. He's omitting. Yeah, a but big a, a thing. very important part of it. Right. Brambleclaw. Dustpelt shouts. <laughs> Are they on patrol or not? Do they plan on standing there and gossiping all day? Very funny to actually be called out for like a plot conversation. <laughs> right. Sorry, Brambleclaw says. And he takes the lead as they head along the border. Brambleclaw hopes that his arguments about Hawk Frost had convinced Squirrel Flight more than he had convinced himself. Oh my god! You know! You know, too! You're not even falling for yeah. your own BS! That's even sadder. Because if you were, like... If you were, like, fully delusional about this... Alright, he's delusional. That would be one thing. Like, it's kind of like Leafpool. Leafpool was fully delusional for, like, a day where she's like, yeah, I am going to go live off with my boyfriend in the woods, I think. Yeah. Like, that was a bit of a delusional moment. Um, but y you're fully aware that this is like, mm, wow, I'm actively lying to my girlfriend about mm -hmm. something she has made known bothers her, like, repeatedly. Yeah. Like, she even, even... In this past conversation, she's like, hey, I don't like it, but also I respect you enough to yeah. not get it. I trust you. She says, I trust you. <sighs> Bro, I have that's you. It is crazy to watch someone mess up so hard and, and be in the middle of it. I'm the, the if he doesn't if the consequences of this are not as severe as they should be, it's going to be disappointing because my God. Yikes. Well, Brambleclaw hoped that if he ever had to choose, he really would put his clan before his brother. Oh my god. So he doesn't even know if he would. So not only did you lie by not telling her, the, like not telling her, you also didn't even... Oh my god. Yup. Le Leaf pool. Want to hit me with a cat fact? Go back and retract that dream. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> so, like we said at the beginning, Happy New Year! And... Happy New Year! Uh, I believe it's on January 22nd, um, is the Lunar New Year. Um, because... Oh, and you know what happens January 21st? You were born? No, that's the 23rd. No. Warrior Cats has its uh, 20th anniversary. Oh. Beautiful. And then, yes, the day after Lunar New Year, I am born. So that's a great three days right there. What an awesome, cool three days. Well, yeah, that's just a whole party. If you guys didn't know, um, 
or as many of you might already know, uh, the lunar calendar in a lot of Asian uh, cultures have their own zodiac, often referred to as the Chinese zodiac. Um, and 2023 is the year of the rabbit in the Chinese zodiac. Did you know that there is a Vietnamese and uh, other specific uh, Tibetan uh, folks uh, have their own zodiac? No, I did not. Do you want to guess what animal is the animal of the year for 2023? Is it the cat? It is the year of the cat. An animal who (gasps) is actually not in the Chinese zodiac, um, but is in the Vietnamese zodiac. Um, And I will, there is like another, I I believe, uh, I'm probably not going to say it correctly, and I wasn't able to fully uh, uh, research this, so I won't be mentioning it uh, too much, but the Grung, Grung, Guru. It's G U R U N G. It's also their zodiac. They also follow this, and they're in the Tibetan region. Oh. Um, but I, I don't know a lot about their culture. And from what I could see, most times this is referred to as the Vietnamese zodiac. So, no disrespect to those people in their culture. Uh, I just did not have. I was looking into this, and I didn't have time to look into much about them. Um, but I don't want to exclude them either. So, uh, so. In, like, the Chinese Zodiac, the story kind of goes, like, the reason the cat isn't included is there's sort of, like, a, um, part of, like, a folk tale is, like, they're all invited to the, uh, Jade Emperor's palace, and while crossing a river, the, um, the rat and the cat get on the ox's back, and at one point, the, uh, rat pushes the cat off, and the cat can't swim, and that's why the cat didn't get to make it. Or... The rat, is, uh, the cat is like chasing the rat, and the rat beats um, the cat to the uh, to the palace. Um, but uh, it seems to be the reason. There's there's not like a hundred percent evidence as to why the cat is part of the Vietnamese zodiac and not part of the um, Chinese zodiac. But uh, there seems to be two sort of theories that are more likely one is that when the Chinese Zodiac kind of became popular, um, way back in the day, cats hadn't really been introduced into China yet, which is wild to think about, but they apparently were introduced like by way of India and it just kind of, they weren't just that popular yet. Um, yeah. Another reason, um, is that cats were around and like, they just were never, ever part of it. But Cat sounds a lot like rat um, in some dialects. So perhaps it was always the rat, but it just became a cat in some cultural places because it sounded like cat. So, but... All right. um, So the cat is actually not too different from the rabbit uh, zodiac. So uh, uh, folks who uh, follow the uh, Chinese zodiac or the Vietnamese zodiac kind of believe if you're born in that year, you kind of have some of those uh, traits or sort of um, attributes of that animal. Um, I should also mention another major difference in the Tibetan uh in the Vietnamese Zodiac is rather than an ox, they have a water buffalo, which is fun. Ooh, that's fun. Um, uh, it's But every other animal, I believe, is the same. So, uh, so 2023 is specifically a water cat. Um, and that oh, there's just... Oh, so River Clan. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's Hawk Frost. <laughs> there, uh, no. There are different, um, like, five elements, usually, that are associated mm-hmm. with the animals. There's, like, water, wood, fire, earth. Uh, so, uh, folks who were born in the year of the cat, and if you're wondering what years are the year of the cat, they're the same as the one, the year of the rabbit, but just to give you a quick uh, rundown. So, 2023, 2011, 1999, 1987, 1975, 1963, 1951, and 1997. Uh, you might actually be a different one entirely. You'd have to go look specifically. I'm still year of the pig, guys. Don't worry. Um, in both the Chinese and the- I like being the rat. Well, I think it's since we're not raised in a culture, it's I think it's all right. I think we're not right. really matter. Yeah. But um, but I've always thought having year of the rat was cool. Yeah. I like rats. Yeah. I mean, he out he outwitted the cat. So. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh. So, uh, the folks who are born in the year of the cat are said to be, uh, sensitive and a bit cautious, a um, little bit of, uh, homebodies, a little bit like pretty, pretty chill, pretty quiet. Um, but they, uh, tend to, um, if they, if things don't work out, they'll figure out a different way. They're like, okay, they're pretty flexible. They'll figure it out. Like, yeah, they're, 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 uh, they're aware like to keep it keep it like keep a an eye out of how situations might run down other opportunities other means of escape you know like a cat um yeah and uh they're a very but they're very gentle and sensitive um and oh. if if things are like a little um out of control or upsetting don't worry too much. They they tend to get over it. Like they got they got they have a little bit of an emotional uh, roller coaster thing going on. But uh, and while it might come off as a bit like um, aggressive or impatient, it's just they just they just don't really like to waste other people's time and their own time. You know, not yeah. Why do that? Um, <laughs> and uh, but they are very much appreciative of. Uh, folks who are loyal to them as they are very loyal and uh, they uh, tend to be uh, very honest and live their life with a, a their own sort of integrity so and they won't you know you know step on others to get to their goal um, so that's just a quick rundown um, and uh, last thing which I thought was interesting is uh, they tend to have a like season or a flower or a lucky number that uh, goes with the specific zodiac. So for uh, folks who are born in the year of the cat, um, their lucky colors are black, pink, purple, blue, and red. So pretty good uh, uh, amount. Good colors. But they should avoid brown, yellow, and white. Don't know why. Don't do it. Don't know why, but just avoid them. Uh, your lucky numbers are three, six, and nine. Cool. Great numbers. But avoid one, seven, and eight. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, and they also have some lucky flowers. Uh, one, uh, I, two of them I've not heard of. One of them I have heard of. One is Snapdragon. And the other two, uh, one is the Flower of Fragrant Plantain Lily. Ooh. And the Nerve Plant, which I don't know what that is, but sounds cool. <laughs> um, and uh, if you're wondering, if you were born in the year of the cat, if you're wondering, hey, am I with the right person? Uh, if they were born also in the year of the cat, you're good. Or if they're born in the year of the dog, or the goat, or the pig. Um, nice! It, and if your partner is a, a tiger, horse, dragon, monkey, snake, or water buffalo, that's a, that's a fair... It's okay. It's a, good, it's a good match. Maybe it's not the best, but it's pretty good. Uh, don't hang out with the rooster or the rat. Mm. Just don't do it. I mean, the rat... The rat... For reasons. Yeah. And the rooster, I can imagine, for similar reasons to the rat just like it's a prey to you (laughs) uh yeah so happy new year and uh happy upcoming lunar new year so yeah but yeah so you're the cat guys you're the cat we're uh we're gonna live it firestar calls the clan to gather beneath the high ledge Leafpool sits next to Ferncloud, who asks about Birchpaw anxiously. But Leafpool assures her that he's healing well. Oh, yeah, he was. The swelling in his eye has gone down. Okay, good. But she'll keep him in the medicine den for a few days until she's positive that there's no infection. Ferncloud gives Leafpool's ear a grateful lick. She tells Leafpool that she's a wonderful medicine cat, and Ferncloud is so glad that she came back. Eh, Leafpool doesn't feel so wonderful. I mean... She's like, I left in the first place. But hey, Leafpool, we're just glad that you're here now. Right, and honestly, I can't imagine Ferncloud being like, <laughs> would have been better if you had never left. But she's just, you know... No. No one feels that way. It's it's like, everyone's just happy. Except for Mousefur. Yeah, but like, Mousefur has... When has Mousefur ever been satisfied with anything we've ever done ever exactly and like mousefur's just gotta keep us humble yeah and that's 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 her role and if you take it too personally you'll never get anything done look at your dad like he's like mm, acknowledge yeah. we're gonna keep going <laughs> stormfur and brooke hovered at the edge of the gathered cats but leafpool beckons them to join and assures them that they're welcome I while they're here they were still here oh yeah they're still here the, uh, the Dawn Patrol looks anxious and alert, and Firestar tells Brambleclaw to let the clan know what they found, and he describes the snare and warns that if a cat got their head stuck in it, they could be killed. Wails of dismay rise from the gathered Why cats. Why did we move here? Yeah, Mousefur asks if these traps are all over the territory. Brambleclaw waves his tail Mousefer, for silence. You don't leave the main area, so I don't know why <laughs> you you hang out in the Elder's Den. You could go on walks, and you don't. Well, Leafpool thinks about how commanding he looks, and it's not difficult to imagine him becoming the clan deputy. Stop! I hate this. I mean, it's <laughs> fine. I, 
I guess. Brambleclaw says they only found one trap, but it makes sense that there would be more. Rainwhisker asks why two legs would even want to trap foxes in the first place. I can tell you why, says a trembling voice. It's Daisy. I feel like Daisy's She's about to say something like really scary and it's actually not that it like does make sense, but I, I actually do want to hear what Daisy has to say. I wish, I wish she said something. I think you and I are on the same wavelength of what kind of we wish she'd say, but she doesn't. Um, so she's nervous. She's never spoken at a clan meeting before. I love her, though. But she explains how on her farm, the two legs kept chickens. And of course, she had to explain, like, what chickens are. Um, but foxes would try to steal them. So the two legs would kill the foxes to protect their birds. Oh, I thought she was actually going to, like, tell them the truth. What did you think she was going to say to them? Oh, I thought she was going to be like, they skin them and put them on their walls. Oh, I suppose that is also true. But she probably, like, didn't see that if she's a barn cat. Well, she might have seen well, the skinning. Well, if you're... Well, exactly. I mean, I, yeah. That time I, the time I walked into my, I worked on a farm and walked into my boss's garage and there were just raccoon feet in a bucket. Little, little tiny hands. Um, yep. <laughs> there was a bucket full of blood. Oh, um, it's, it <laughs> is kind of, it actually is kind of weird that she was able to devise do we understand two two legs? I mean, she's been living with them, so she seems to probably understand them better. Yeah, but I mean, like, historically, have we understood their language? No, okay. not, not really. I think, I feel like maybe, like, Firestar, it seemed like maybe when he was a two-leg, he kind of understood, like, some things, like, kind of how you can... Yeah, you yeah. Can pick up like if someone's, someone's asking for a bathroom and if they're not speaking my language, I can usually get like what they need. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, you know, it does make sense that she would like, I take it back. I think it does make sense she would be able to figure out because like, I mean, chicken gone, yeah. you can smell a fox, angry to yeah. like has silver trap thing. <laughs> Well, Firestar thanks her, because now they understand what's going on. Um, Cloudtail asks what they're going to do about it. Stay away from it. What can we do? Goldenflower challenges him. No cat can stop two legs from doing what they want. They saw it in the old forest, and it's worse here. Goldenflower, I love you so much. Even when you're not being helpful, I love you. I can't, I'm not mad. Everyone, shut up. I love her. Hey, everybody's just a little scared right now. I wouldn't because blame we them. thought we were in a safe place, and we found out that it's not maybe so safe. It has his. It has been. It's been a month, and we've not had a relaxed, yeah. chill time. We've had nothing but no. We've had pretty bad luck. We watched a guy get murdered by a tree, and that was our. We just had badgers invade our home. Like that never happened in the old forest. Like the last. Like the last sign from our god really was watching a guy being murdered from a tree and them not giving us a heads up about badger murder. Oh, wait, they did, but yeah. no one felt the need to tell us about it, really. Hey, I don't... 
I don't know, the medicine cats of this, this like, not to be like a boomer, but the medicine cats of this generation kind of <laughs> suck. I remember when med- you couldn't make a medicine cat shut up about their signs and omens. Medicine cats nowadays, they're like, oh, we got, mm, we got to discuss it. We got to like figure it out before we tell everyone. It's like, no, if you get a weird sign that's like, I think people are going to get murdered, just like say it. No one's going to think you're weird. You're the, that's your whole thing. We need goose. Yeah. We need goose feather to like come back as like a uh, uh, like a ghost and be like, ladies, ladies, and running nose, gentle toms. Um. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful queens and gentle toms, and all of my beautiful non-binary cats that I'm sure exist that the Aaron's just forgot about. Um. Yes. Cats of many genders. <laughs> um. <laughs> I see the future and no one could stop me. This is how you do it. I pick up a dead butterfly. <laughs> I see that this guy has been talking to his dead dad in his dreams. And Brambleclaw's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and then he disappears. Why are these medicine cats just like holding back? I don't understand all of this concern. <laughs> well, goose feathers may be an unfair comparison. And we'll see why when we get to Goosefeather's curse. Still, I just, I don't know why there's so much hemming and hawing. We need to just be like, guys, I got a bad <laughs> vibe. Because, I mean, what's the worst? It makes us anxious. We're already anxious because we're all... We should be anxious if we're going to die. Like, we, Like, we've not... If we got, like, a little bit of a heads up, maybe we could, you know, at least mentally prepare... Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, Ferncloud tells her gently that that's not true, but even if it was, they couldn't go back. And Starclan wouldn't have brought them somewhere too dangerous to live. I don't know. I honestly think Starclan wants us all dead. Goldenflower snaps that Starclan can tell them what to do about the traps then. <laughs> I love yeah, my girl. girl. Go Goldenflower. She's right. What is wrong with this Star Clan? Oh, it's because it's by it's being uh, held hostage by one psychotic, sweet smelling lady who decided that she'll just handle <laughs> it, guys. I got it, and she's doing a terrible job. Cause she's like, follow your heart to a very uh, mentally unwell person and was like, I guess I'll run away. Like I think we take the reins away from uh, Miss Spotted Leaf because she's had her chance and she's royally messed it up in such a way it seems like she's doing it on purpose. And we, like, <laughs> let the group uh, give us a, a couple more. I need StarClan to be a little bit more of a democracy. Yeah, a little bit more of a a democracy and a little less of a the spotted leaf impeach show. spotted leaf impeach spotted leaf <laughs> we need to vote for a different star clan cat to represent it genuinely doesn't make sense that it's her we've had more recently dead and cooler cats i i you know what they don't well, let blue star do it her. because She's they're still kind of mad darling. about the whole war thing huh Blue Star would have been the perfect rep, but she kind of ruined it by doing the whole I declare war on her ancestors. Well, honestly, I think that makes her the perfect candidate. Yeah, but there's, there's like, too many people that didn't think it was cool and were kind of offended. Like, there's probably quite a few Star Clan cats who were like, heck yeah, I love it! And then there was, like, 
also a lot who are like, how dare she? Brambleclaw says that actually a squirrel flight worked out what to do with them. And he invites her to tell the clan about it. Oh my and god. And Leafpool watches her sister leap up onto the rock next to Brambleclaw. Sunlight hit her dark ginger fur, and for an instant, she looked just like their father. So Squirrel Flight move. explains about basically... Huh? Smooth move, Brambleclaw. <laughs> well, Squirrel Flight's like, yeah, you put a stick in it. Yeah. <laughs> I love so, that. I mean, she explains it. And Leafpool feels just pride flood over her. What a smart gal. And Sandstorm's eyes shine with admiration. This should be more often. Right. Firestar says all cats need to keep a lookout. The danger is someone coming across it when they aren't expecting it. Walk softly and carry a big stick. Got it. (laughs) Yes. Who knew that Teddy Roosevelt was actually just, um... Talking about Warrior Cats? Yeah. Wow. I can't believe he was such a big Warrior Cats fan. And I never knew that about him. Yeah. Me me neither. You learn something new about someone every day. (laughs) I hope it was Teddy Roosevelt who said that. It it definitely was. Don't worry. Well, Brambleclaw adds that they should check any of the traps that they do spring with a stick in case the two legs set it again. Rainwhisker asks how they're supposed to hunt. They can't watch, scent for foxes, and chase prey all at the same time. And Leafpool shivers at the thought and thinks it's only a matter of time before some cat ends up dead. We die all the time. They're, like, I don't, like, I, (sighs) to be fair, everyone's, like, very traumatized, so it makes sense that they're catastrophizing every slight little upset, and it is a brand new danger, but, like, a hawk could take a baby. We've seen that. Wild dogs could chase us down. We've seen that. Multiple different other animals could come and kill. Other cats could come and kill us. Like, yeah, it sucks. But, like, two legs have always, like, done scary things. And how are we supposed to hunt? I don't know. Keep your eyes open? Like, (laughs) and if you sent a fox, be like, "Mm, I will do what I always do and go the other way. Like... (laughs) I mean, I guess it was very, the the fox scent was pretty stale when they were there before. So it was like, "Mm, might not be, I mean, I think it's a very valid fear that, you know, oh, I'm going to be chasing a squirrel and find myself trapped in a snare. Yeah, it's, I guess it, it would freak me out too if I, you know, I'm going to the grocery store and, uh, and there was a giant with like a big butterfly net, you know? Um, yeah. Who just sometimes could be there. Like, maybe. Yeah, and, you never know where. And you're not, I would say, I guess I wouldn't be looking for the giant with the butterfly net if I was just, like, going on my way. You know what? You're gonna be, you're gonna be looking for the giant with the butterfly net for the next couple weeks after you learn about yeah, it. Yeah, because, I mean. But a couple months from now? Yeah. You haven't come across, he, he hasn't gotten you yet. Mm. Also... 
Why the two, like, put it so far away from his chicken coop? <laughs> I don't think this one's worried about the chickens. You think he's just hunting foxes? I mean, maybe. Yeah, they might just be hunting foxes. I mean, it's possible, especially if it's, like, because I know, like, fox hunts are, like, a tradition in, like, but it usually involves dogs, so you think you wouldn't put it, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe the farmer's just, like, there's a big fox problem here. And he's like, ah, I found a fox trail. I'm putting up a snare there because that's a fox trail. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he just, he's got, he got a um, little, I, 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 <laughs> It would be kind of funny if he just got... It wouldn't be funny. It, it's a bit of the... Uh, uh, I didn't think uh, quicksand would be this much of an issue. Didn't know there'd be one farmer <laughs> with this many uh, snare traps. This many fox Like, snares. he didn't need to set, set out this many, but he sure did. He has gotten caught in them himself. But he sure did. Like, his wife is like, you need to stop. I, I have gotten caught in it. It's like... It's actually it's actually the farmer from Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> so he's getting desperate. They're getting real desperate. It's all it's all three of the farmers. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, all right. Got to get this guy. Yeah, and one of the things that Fern Cloud was telling uh saying to Goldenflower that I kind of left out, but she was like, you know, there are going to be dangers anywhere. We just got to learn to live right. here. You know, there were there was stuff in the old territories that maybe weren't necessarily ideal. I can't believe I, there was a whole gorge. Right. P- remember, remember Sunning Rocks? That was a thing we we died over before many times. Like they were they were some nice rocks, and for some reason we thought that was worth it. Yeah. So you know, it's like. You know, we're, there's new things. We just got to learn how to live here. You know, it's going to... We were at the old place for generations on generations. Yeah, we knew a bit more about our environment. And we knew, like, what yeah. to avoid. Um, didn't stop some of us from being hit by cars. Oops, speaking ill of the dead. Yeah, but I'll, yeah, we don't have thunder paths here. We don't. Like, we don't have that. And yeah, that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just just new things to look out for. Also, I can't believe Fantastic Mr. Fox was inspired by warrior cats. Right? <laughs> Amazing. I mean, people take inspiration from the darndest places. Ugh. But yeah, Roald Dahl was like, wow, these farmers, I wonder what these farmers have a problem with these foxes. Oh, wait. <laughs> and then it was made. Oh, God. Well... Folks, if you want your warrior fan fiction to inspire the next great um, uh, a classic. American classic. Yeah. <laughs> Rodell was British. Mm. But the movie. I, I actually have no idea. And I, I guess I just mean global yeah. classic. The next, if um, you. I read it in America. <laughs> So it's classic here too. If you, I didn't go to school in Britain. If you want uh, your Warrior Cats fan fiction to uh, inspire the next literary classic and American president, there you go. Um, then yeah. uh, let us know all about it on Twitter or Instagram at WCWITcast, or you can shoot us an email. Which hey, we've resolved to bit get better at answering this year. 2023, you're the cat or you're the rabbit. Um, 
at wcwitcast at gmail.com. And if you want to help out the podcast, um, share this with a friend and be like, hey, what is your uh, Chinese Zodiac sign? By the way, do you know there's a Vietnamese Zodiac? <laughs> Thanks for listening, because I'm Ember Hart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? Mm-hmm.